you're you're coming over for what's it just two days three days three days right yeah just three days three days and what's an asian mom do puts her son to work (laughs) (laughs) the 2oc the show that covers the things we love from two parts of the world orange county california and orange county florida Welcome to episode 42. This episode of the 2OC, we talk about Gotham Interplanetary Edition. We get saucy and danger. Danger, Mr. Duong. I'm Alan Flores. Now I'm Anton Duong. Anton, how's your week? Uh, not bad. Just got back from California. Uh, stopped by your house for like probably like 30 seconds. Yeah, no, you, probably a little longer. Yeah, you, a minute or two. You, just enough to ruin my nap. I, know, I, was, I was like, I see your car. Whoa. And I'm like looking in the living room. I don't see anybody. And then I went to your window. I'm like, well, hmm, yeah, I'd probably napping. Well, I did have Bob's Burgers playing too, so I, that's what I felt like watching. Burger. Yeah. <laughs> so, so is that your uh, uh, nap time show? If if I feel I'm gonna knock out, I usually put on a show I've seen a bunch of times already. So in case I fall asleep, I don't go. Oh my god, what episode am I on? Oh, I gotta I gotta stop before I see any spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, yeah, okay. Boss Burgers, Futurama, stuff like that. Just you know, stuff I don't really have to pay attention to. Yeah, I, I think the one show that uh, my fiance and I usually fall asleep to would be River Monsters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> isn't it just, <laughs> it's just, it just showing ugly fish? <laughs> yeah, ugly fish, exactly. For, for us, it's very interesting when we actually watch it. But other than that, his voice is so monotone to the point where you're like, oh my god, this is so interesting, but I'm falling asleep. Yeah, no, they need Mike Rowe for that show to narrate it. So, my week was fun. Uh, I'm about to text you a picture right now. So... Uh, no, no needs, right? Oh, can we cancel it? No, so, <laughs> yesterday we, I couldn't play Xbox with you because I was a trivia night. Yep, your weekly thing now. Well, I've only gone twice, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but something is becoming a trend what would that be look at the picture and what to say over the picture alright it just it just came it just came yeah. first place again yep <laughs> this Billy Graham Crackers yeah we made a lot of enemies with that name do you know who Billy Graham is N- no uh, he's a very famous. If you have a Christian friend, he, you know he know, they know who they are, or okay. they know who he is. Uh, uh-huh. Billy Graham is one of those like uh, Christian, I guess, uh, reverends or whatever that speak, but like they speak to like stadiums, and like so like uh-huh. they're, they're very okay. famous. Like he's very famous for like going to different like cities and doing sermons in stadiums. He's not. I mean, besides the ticket sales. He's not asking for money. It's like him doing a sermon and it's strictly Christian, not like hardcore. Well, I guess it's hardcore if you're going to a stadium. <laughs> but yeah, like, so he's very famous, but like he passed away this past week at the age of like 90 something. So we're, we're like, oh, we could come up with a team name. And one of the guys like, well, I like to pick something topical. I'm like, all right. So I was thinking Olympics and I'm like, no. 
that that's no like I'm I'm gonna pass on that one. Which by the way, there was a really good Olympic name. I don't know if you saw it in the picture. And I'm like, okay, well, it's gonna be a lot of. I I thought there'd be a lot of Black Panther names, you know, like for you know, uh, Wakanda Forever or something. Nope, no no other names. So he's like, well, Billy Graham just pa- Billy Graham just passed away. Oh yeah. Every time I okay now I know who it is. Yep. I just Google it. So every time I think of Billy Graham, I think Graham Graham crackers, Billy Graham crackers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a good tribute. Yeah, so it's like it's not yeah. it's not insulting. It's just uh, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, my brother my brother and his and his wife joined us this time. Uh, he mm-hmm. used to be really into trivia, and uh, I think last time when I was telling him about it, he got really like, oh yeah, I, I remember those days. <laughs> so like this time we had we had some spots open because one of our guys uh, he just had a baby, so he couldn't you know he's not gonna, he's not gonna like leave his wife for the night a week after they've had their baby to go play trivia night with us. It, yeah, kinda, I, I kind of noticed that someone was missing. So I guess uh, it was one of your yeah, other guys. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's my co-worker, Sean. Uh, no, so one of the, the other team names was... Uh, was oh, Everybody Pyeongchang tonight. <laughs> Very original. I was like, all right, that was, that was good. That was good. <laughs> all right, Anton. Um... Do you want to start us? Do you want to start us off this time? Yeah, sure. Because we're already talking about, you know, uh, what is this? Oh, sorry, I just got checked by the beard. Damn, that's good. Oh, that's why. Damn it. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, I know I handed it off to you, but I kind of t- take it back. So I'm drinking a Santa Monica Brew Works beer, uh, brewed on uh, Beach Brewed on PCH. I saw Golden. And I, you know, I think of LA beers. I think either IPAs or lagers. Mm-hmm. It's a freaking milk porter. So when I drank it, it tasted very sweet. I'm like, ooh, what is that? Interesting. So yeah, so it's a, it's a, it's a porter without any of the roastiness, but a lot of the sweetness. Isn't so. a porter more like a uh, heavier beer? It, it's kind of like kind, a kind of super thick. So it, so okay, so porters are usually dark roasted grains. Yeah, because I remember drinking like the porter one. Oh, it's, it's like thick. The, yeah. Oh yeah, it's like um, was it the the oil in the car? Oh, uh, uh, the high viscosity one. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, I think it was a Carl Strauss. No, no, not Carl Strauss. Uh, uh, P- uh pizza, pizza port. port. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, high viscosity, and then the I think mm-hmm. the one we got was uh. Your dad's pickup truck, high viscosity. I thought it was. I don't know. This whole week, ever since I came back, I, I lost a lot of sleep. So, well, you came back and did you even take a day off before you went back to work? No, I went straight to work right after I landed. Yeah, so I was kind of like, hey, if he's still here, then <laughs> when does he go back to work? Yeah, so so let me just tell you what I did for for the whole time I was there. Sure. Uh, we came back. Because my fiance was looking for a wedding dress, mm-hmm. and I was hoping that you know she was able to find something. And I'm okay with flying back again because you know usually I think it takes time to find the 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 one. Because I mean, if you watch show like say yes to the dress on TLC or something, it, it takes them a while. They come back like probably a couple months later looking for dresses again. You know, right. But I was pretty surprised. She she found uh, the dress on the very first fitting. But uh, even though she wore the first one and she chose the first one, she tried a bunch of other ones too. And we went to a couple locations. 
but it all draws back to the same dress. So, um, I don't know what the dress looks like, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, it sounds like everybody loves it. And I was pretty happy that uh, she was able to find something like that super fast. But uh, I think uh, out of the whole day, uh, we didn't really eat or have water that much. So we found this place in K-Town called um, Beer Belly. Have you heard of that? No, but isn't that just bacon? Oh, Beer Belly. I'm thinking Pork Belly. Never mind. Sorry. Okay, so they have a couple of locations. I think they have one in Long Beach and one in Cerritos. And what they do is uh, they mainly focus on duck dishes. Okay. So they would have like duck aju sandwich or uh, a duck with foie gras mustard burger with bacon and everything and duck fat. Uh, they would have fries deep fried in duck fat. And they would put like a... Um, duck meat on top and then like a chicharron but like a duck chicharron on top yeah they're just like they're just trying to use as much of the duck as possible oh huh? yeah they use the whole entire duck and let me tell you it's freaking delicious so beer belly <laughs> by the way that's the show title the whole entire duck <laughs> yeah <laughs> we use the whole entire duck and uh, it's very 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 cool spot they got uh great food and great beer selection i i forgot the exact name of the beer that i had but um i think it was oh it's called uh raindrop raindrop uh raindrop so i'm gonna assume it's a local beer i'm gonna assume lager sweet lager was it was it was it light or what because I, I i i would think like primo like the primo beer okay it's a barrel theory beer company okay. and it's an ipa Ooh. yeah i went big this time yeah Oh, interesting. Oh, actually, uh, we almost forgot. You didn't explain why you woke me up or why you came to my house. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this happened a, a day later, which is on Sunday. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sunday, I was trying to mount a TV and I needed a stud marker. Well, you, you're, you're coming over for what, what's it, just two days, three days, three days, right? Yeah, just three days. Three days, and what's an Asian mom do? Puts her son to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did that, and I worked on the sink. That took me uh, four hours. Because, you know, your house and my house, it's old. Yeah. It's like over 60 years old. Uh, yeah. It was F- bit 50. in uh, 55. Yeah, you yeah, know. you're right, you're right. Uh, damn. Yeah, you're right. I was thinking, I'm like, no, it's not that like. 40 no oh wait yeah 60 you're right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's a lot of stuff in the house that is still old age from the 50s and i don't think things have changed that much uh i mean in the house we did you know renovate quite a bit but the sink that we still have in the house is pretty old mm-hmm. so I think the thing that took me a while is because back then the engineers didn't really think about easy ways to do things like if you want to remove pipings or anything, it would be oh an it, it would be ridiculous to take off. Yeah, they, they didn't think about future. They didn't think about future changes. They just thought about we just want to make it work right now. Yeah, I think back in the days it was pretty much like uh, if you want to get something done, you're gonna have to hire the professionals. Mm-hmm. 
But nowadays it's like, hey, there's a Home Depot and you can go and grab something and bring it home and do it yourself. Yeah, it's a Home Depot. You know? There's a YouTube. You're good. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much what it is today. You can learn anything on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I it took me a while because in order to get some of the pipings out of the sink, I have to twist some of the, the middle pipings. But every time I get grip on the metal piping it starts tearing off like the the sides would tear off so i would lose grip well it would strip or like the pipe itself would start falling apart it would strip and fall apart and also it's rusted like the only thing holding it in place is the just its surroundings like if, if it's in the wall the only thing holding in place is the wall yeah that's pretty much what it is. And th- that's why it took me so long is because I'm trying to twist and turn. And with this sink that I have, there's a drawer at the very bottom that I'm trying to squeeze through to get the pipings out. Right. And dude, I'm literally like, I-, I think the whole entire area that I was working with mm-hmm. was probably about two feet by two feet. Oh, I could not have done that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would fit. No, I wouldn't. It, it or I, I could probably least... fit, but I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to move to work. Yeah, so it took me ten minutes to adjust to where I could feel comfortable, <laughs> just to you know start working. You're like, you tell your fiance, "All right, when I yell for you, that means pull my legs and pull me out of the hole, because <laughs> I will not be able to pull myself out." Yeah, so I think the thing that sucks the most is. Every time I'm twisting one of the pipes, uh, I'm nudging it by probably half, like less than half an inch. Yeah. And I had I had probably twenty inches that I need to twist the uh, the middle piping. So, oh my god. Yeah, no, I, I I can't even think about it. Right I've now. had that, especially my with my old truck, my explore mm-hmm. my Explorer. I would try to like reach with a wrench, uh, something simple, say like could change the battery. Mm-hmm. But the way it was laid out is one of the the nuts, I couldn't reach it. Like you needed the, the extended socket wrench to do it. Oh yeah. And I I would just literally just go you know little little tweak of the wrist, reset tweak of the <laughs> wrist, reset. Like, oh yeah, no, I can't imagine what it was like for you, dude. Yeah, I had to use a monkey wrench just to, uh, because you know the monkey wrench has a lot of the uh, the grooves. Yeah. So I had to really tighten those grooves into the the piping so then it it, it latches on and eventually it, it makes a groove on the the metal uh, um yeah t- that's the only way to do it you, you took advantage of it being so weak yeah no yeah, that's smart yeah all right so all right now let's get into the show okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right so we, we were talking about uh what was his name that was preaching Billy, or Billy Graham sermony Billy Graham. I was, about to say, so, I was about to say Billy Graham Cracker. <laughs> Billy and, Graham. Cracker. And he's white, so it's a double joke. <laughs> yeah, so someone similar to what he does is Joel Osteen, right? Yeah. And we were talking about Joel Osteen probably quite a couple of episodes ago when we were talking about Rick and Morty, where they were pranking uh, Joel Osteen hotline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, their, pra- their prayer hotline. <laughs> yeah, the prayer. Yeah, but what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to lead into the Szechuan sauce here. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's what we started talking about him. 
Yeah, that's when we were talking about him. That's when we were talking about, you know, all the Szechuan sauce hype and everything that's going on. But uh, anyways, there's this podcast that uh, launched today that they were talking about um, the sauce. Mm-hmm. I think the podcast is called The Sauce, and it's uh, hosted by Catherine LeClaire. She's from Gizmodo. You're, you're familiar with Gizmodo, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more of a fan of their their old stuff, but okay. Yeah, so they teamed up with Onion Labs, which is the guys I think did the sauce, and they're pretty much the kitchen behind McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And, of course, McDonald's. Big, ah, sorry. And McDonald's themselves, too. So they all clamped up together to do the sauce justice. So this money, starting this money, probably when this uh, episode airs, you can go to McDonald's and get the Szechuan sauce. Called it. They made, yep, they made enough for everybody. Yep, called it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As I said, I'm like, it's, they're doing a limited edition run, but if it's a mm-hmm. hit, they're going to bring it back. Oh, yeah. It just, took them, it just took them like some time, like, all right, it's a hit, let's start game production underway. Yeah, so right now you can look into this uh, podcast. It's called The Sauce. They have three episodes, and I think they break it down pretty well. Uh, the first episode's called Good Intentions. So I guess, you know, what that means is they're trying to uh, make the sauce for fans. Yeah. They didn't know that it was going to be that crazy. So the second episode is they talk about the, the riots. <laughs> People rioted for the they were, Szechuan sauce. They were rioting for the stupid way it was handled. They weren't rioting <laughs> for the sauce itself. <laughs> no. Remember, there, I, I, remember it was it like one of the McDonald's employees that gave too many because they didn't know there was a limit. Some didn't even know mm-hmm. they had it. Yeah, I, I think they didn't do it the right way. Yeah. They didn't really plan the whole thing out. Yeah, the riot, yeah, the riot wasn't because people were clamoring to get the sauce. It was because it was handled stupidly and people got pissed off. Yeah. So anyways, the last episode that they're doing is making amends. So I think that's pretty much what they uh, are talking about, how they're able to make more sauce and and how it's going to be available this Monday. So All right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know what? To be, oh, I didn't try it. That's not the one I tried. I tried the signature sauce. Signature sauce, yeah. was, it's I. It's not great. Yeah, it's not that great. Yeah. Even the, the sriracha mac sauce isn't that good. I still haven't tried that one. I and I damn it, I can't try it for another month or so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I that one I still need to try. And I think you're the one who told me right that it's, it's not spicy. It's just. Oh wait, no. Yeah, it's not that great. Yeah, yeah. yeah there we go. It, it was like it wasn't spicy, which is what you would want from sriracha, and it failed on its other point too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, since you're drinking uh, a brew, I'm also drinking a brew, but uh, it is. Tea brew. Tea brew. Tea. No, it's not tea brew. It's uh, pure leaf. Oh, I like that one. I like pure leaf. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's the one that tastes freshly brewed. Mm-hmm. One of the few, one of the few, well, I don't even know if they're American. I'll, say, I'll call them American. I'll call them American because mm-hmm. it's, it's one of the few American teas I can drink that tastes freshly brewed that isn't one of those like the, oh, what's the one from the, the Japanese one with the green... Oicha. Oicha. There you go. Mm-hmm. Like that, those are the few that actually taste good. 
Yeah. A- anything with the Ito and brand is pretty much top notch tea. Mm-hmm. And Oicha is my favorite because it's just green tea. Yeah. No. Yeah. If somebody tries to hand me a Lipton, I'm going to shove it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anton. So, a lot of stuff came out this, this past week. Not came out, oh, but yeah. announced. Um, one of which... Actually, let me see here. Let, let's start with the one we both know. I started seeing on YouTube trending uh, the creators of a new show talking about the villain of the show they created. Brainiac. Freaking. Ah, okay. Do you know what show I'm talking about? Yes, I know exactly what show you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so sci-fi is bringing back, well not bringing back, bringing Superman or the Superman lineage to mm-hmm. the screen. Uh, starting, uh, I think the first episode comes out March 2018, This, this so next month. Small screen. Small screen. There you go. TV screen. Whatever. <laughs> the Black Mirror. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So this is the story. It's and this is where I, this is where my intro came from. It's Gotham, but on Krypton. It's the story. <laughs> it's the story before the story, pretty much. So this is this follows not Clark Kent, not Jar, not Kal El, not not Jar El, but mm-hmm. Jar El's dad. Pa, gra- grandpa soup grandpa soups grandpa soups gramp soups yeah but <laughs> i want to see it because i mean i was a fan of smallville mm-hmm. uh supergirl i you know it's it's entertaining not my not my favorite one but mm-hmm. uh like i i like the superman's tv series so i, I i'm i want to see it but my brother Bob point saying like why why would you want to see that i'm like what do you mean he goes it's, you know how it's going to end. What's the point of saving the planet if it's going to blow up? <laughs> it's like, it's like, well, they, there's... it's like they solved the mystery on the Titanic. 30 minutes later, it sinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we finally, fi- we finally fixed the AC. Good job. Boom. <laughs> it's just like uh, watching Star Wars, the the prequels, episodes one, two, three. Uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You you know Vader's gonna you know you don't know or you don't know maybe alternate universe Star Trek did it <laughs> yeah JJ did, did it <laughs> yep they did all right now. yeah so uh, just watching the trailer uh, I feel like I don't know it's I I like the the more alienated alienated look to. How they did it in Superman Returns. You know what I mean? This this feels like it's uh, kind of earthy because of the Wait, fashion that they're wearing. You, you mean Man of Steel? I'm sorry, Man of Steel. Okay, yes. I was thinking of like Superman Returns. I'm like they didn't have a Krypton scene. Um, yeah, yeah, Man, no, you, Man of Steel. You're right, and that's exactly what I thought too. This is more. It seems more mm-hmm. urban, like it, like Gotham. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know that they were that fashionable. I mean that, but it it seems like a very like, it's it's on Earth, but in the future. So maybe that's part of the, this the the, the connection they're trying to draw people. Like, our planet's in danger too. Don't you see? Krypton blew up, and you're seeing yourself in the future. Earth might blow mm-hmm. up too. I don't know. It's it. You're right. That that did throw me off. So that makes me think that it's definitely not going to be connected to. The, the 
the current uh, DC Cinematic Universe. Um, and, yeah. and also, <laughs> I, was, I was reading some of the comments on on YouTube when I saw the trailer. And th- these are funny, because people, people just throw out hatred for no reason. Or, like, stuff that, like, really? That's what you focused on? <laughs> um, one person said, why is it every time they show an alien planet or stuff in the future... They have British or Australian accents, <laughs> <laughs> but it's but then somebody replied with a good point, saying like, "Well, in the original Superman series or a TV se- or movie series, uh, or movie trilogies, damn, I can't get it right. In the original <laughs> Superman tr- uh, trilogies, they said, well, Jar El had a British accent, so why not?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a question, yeah. If it was an alien planet, mm-hmm. do you think uh, it would make more sense to have uh, people on Krypton to speak Krypton or English? I mean, yes, it makes sense to, you know, do English because it's, you know, just a comic or whatever it is. But in reality, it would totally be a different language, right? Yeah. No, it, it, it's... I, I'm, a, I'm assuming... It's safe to assume they're speaking Kryptonian, but <laughs> instead of having the whole show on subtitles, they're making like the TV translate it for you, and you're you're yeah. you're hearing it as English. <laughs> can you imagine someone created the whole language oh and then God. you can actually learn it to understand the show? Slo- <laughs> slowest production ever. Can you imagine trying to <laughs> just trying to teach your actors like the the diction and enunciation of like Kryptonian? Yeah, well, it's funny because you know some shows like um, Star Trek would have a whole oh yeah the, Kl- uh, the Klingons yeah Klingons and then uh, same thing with Game of Thrones too they had the Dothraki's uh, um, language but see those are either very few lines or it's mm-hmm. one or two characters so yes mm-hmm. it, it's Star Trek they had that but aside mm-hmm. from a few episodes that took place. On, you know the the, the Klingon homeworld. It was very few lines. It was speaking English, and then mm-hmm. one or two Kryptonian phrases, and then back to English. Mm-hmm. And then one thing I did notice from watching the uh, Next Generation is that they would like, if they were on Klingon or Klingon, <laughs> if the Klingons were like on their home planet, that if there were no humans around, they would be speaking English. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so uh, so you're only jerks around other people? That's cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, Anton. So other movie news, and I'll send you the link. This one came out of nowhere for me. Okay. I don't know. Did you? Oh well. Let's let's watch the trailer. Humankind evolves. It's how we survive. Through ice ages, plagues, wars, disasters from above. We adapt our skills, our languages, our very bodies in order to live. Earth is our home, but only so long as it keeps us safe. 
when this world can no longer serve that purpose. Another planet, another colony, another chance. The rest of human history begins now. Impact detected. Brace for All right. So, Lost in Space, huh? Yep. Did you ever see the remake they did in, was it, early 2000s? Uh, we're talking about the movie, correct? The movie, yeah. No, not, not, the, not the 60s or 50s TV show. The 60s. Yeah. I am a big fan of Lacey Chabert. Oh, yeah. Lacey. <laughs> Eliza Thornberry, uh, for those that don't know her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Uh, I think that's probably one of my favorite movies of all time, even though it didn't make a whole lot. But I, I think it, it it was one of those movies when I was a little kid that I really, really got into because it, it's a fun flick. It, very futuristic and I don't know. It, it, it really connected to me on that one. It, it's a mind F. It's not a hardcore mind F, but it's a thinker. Um, yeah, and, and you know, and, and I think one of the reasons people kind of hate it is because of Matt LeBlanc. That that was yeah. that was during the time where uh, Joey got a spinoff and it failed. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, th- so this is going to be a remake of the of the original TV series, and it looks like it's going to be actual series, not a not a movie. And it's going to be a Netflix original. So you have the, the cast, and I think the most notable is that they switch. Uh, Dr. Smith for a female actress. Uh, I think you might know her, Parker Posey. So that's one of the most notable changes. And if you pay attention to the end of the trailer, they do throw in the danger, danger Will Robinson. The iconic line, which is where I put that in the intro. Danger, danger, Mr. Dwight. One of the, the most memorable lines. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's kind of like the the Star Wars, may the Force be with you, you know, so, stuff like that. Yeah, but too bad there was only the TV show, and then you know, and then the failed movie. One movie. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited about that one. Actually, I do want to see that one. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. And there was one. Oh, and that's going to be released on Netflix April 13th this year. Yeah, not too far away. No, so I'm, I I yeah. So that's another thing on my list. There was another yeah. announcement. One more thing, and we this is gonna be really short because there's no real information on it. They did announce that Jurassic Park, Jurassic World three, will be coming to us June 2021. Wow, that long, dude! How long did it take him for the first Jurassic World? <laughs> oh wow, three years! Holy shit! Yeah, no, because remember it, it was. Like, that that is one of the the reasons why Jurassic World took such a long time to to come to theaters because, or to, why it got so much hatred or speculation at the beginning, because they kept rewriting the script over and over again. Yeah, I, I think it's good that they did. Uh, I guess you know they perfected it in a way where people really liked, you know, Jurassic World. Yeah, but they they made the but that made people think. 
that it was going to suck balls and they were just trying to, <laughs> or or they were, yeah. they were, they were pitching crappy stories. So, hey, I, I'm all for it because uh, you know it's the same thing that happened with the the Avatar movie, the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. He wrote it. Uh, James Cameron wrote it in the. 80s and he rewrote it again in the 90s and he drafted it a couple times and he just left it inside his desk until uh you know recently where he's like oh i really want to make this so then he started working on it and released the first one so well and aren't they also coming with like similar delays with uh avatar yeah yeah the the sequels yeah because he wants to do what nine nine movies how many did he want to do Nine movies, but he says, you know, he's happy with uh, four or five. Because <laughs> he realized, like, oh, that's a lot of work. I'm yeah. going to just promise you three for now. <laughs> and we'll see how it goes. So, since we're talking about, you know, 90s nostalgia, something released recently on Netflix that we, I don't know if you watched it, but I've watched uh, the first couple of episodes already, and I'm, I, I'm loving it. I binged the shit of that show. Oh yeah. <laughs> or, um, or so, instead of everything sucks, everything's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. You know what? So, but the thing, uh, and I'm gonna let you own this segment because, god damn it, this movie, this show just screamed out Anton in high school all over. <laughs> yeah, but it, I, I was more of like a, a little after '90s, yeah, yeah, early 2000s. But I still think that it's still part of that era. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, well, it's part of it's part it's part of high school. I mean, the 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 video and filming stuff is it's that was reminding me of you, but yeah. and the drama stuff too. That's junior junior yeah. high, Anton. Um, yeah, but the, the whole high school thing that that's everybody though, like trying to find yourself. Yeah. So you were mentioning earlier. Um, I'm going to mention again. This show is called Everything Sucks. Mm-hmm. And for people who don't know what it is, we talked about it in the uh, past couple episodes. It is a show about uh, what it's like to be in high school in 1996. And, you know, kids are going through puberty and, you know, lots of hormones. Confusion. Confusion and trying to fit in. It's just like, you know, one of those... uh, um, Disney shows from back in the 90s that are actually really good. Yeah. And not not just Disney, but Nickelodeon. Like, you remember Pete and Pete was good. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that other show? Uh, Keenan and Kel was good. I like uh, Salute um, Your Shorts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. I Salute Your Shorts. Oh, my God. I think this is very similar to mm-hmm. to something like that. And there were a couple of elements that kind of reminded me of the famous Jet Jackson, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, well, well, yeah. D- hold on. Are you being racist because the, the, one of the main characters is black? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, very diverse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, there were a lot of moments where you're like, you're like oh, I remember that. And I, I think this show really gives us something where we can relate to oh my god Uh, most of the time it's probably 80 percent of every single episode that you can relate to yeah exactly like the situation or like the exact situation the character is going through you might not be able to relate to but everything that's going on around them you're kind of like oh my god yes 
I remember that. Um, uh, what was it? It was... Oh, and I will say, a lot of the moments I was finding myself th- thinking, oh, th- they would never allow that in schools now. Or uh, some, <laughs> so many people would complain about that now. Yeah. Just like, I mean, okay, just that first episode uh, where the the drama drama class, the two people are like, they, they did a, like a little like skit. They mm-hmm. did a scene and ended with them one stabbing himself in the stomach, fake, you know, stage, stage stabbing. Yeah. And the other one slitting her throat with a corn dog. Yeah. That would never happen now. <laughs> just, no, just, that, that would never just happen. Just the symbolism of a teenager committing suicide would like, yeah. you know, bring in counselors, bring in the, you know, talk about suspension. How are you feeling? <laughs> are you trying to give us signals? Yeah. See, I, I think that's another thing is uh, in the 90s, a lot of kids are more fascinated with things that they find them themselves and they tell their friends about it. You know, nowadays it's like, oh, every kid should know whatever it is now. They can, they're can, they more exposed to everything that they see online and, and, and TV and uh, they're on their phones all the time. So everything's being shared all the time. So when you go to school, you re- really have anything to talk about like how it was back in the days. Like... You, you would sit out at lunch and you would talk about like, oh, uh, did you hear this song? Like, uh, and then you, you can share the song with someone else like because you just got this CD. No one else has this CD. Or uh, there would be moments where a lot of people back in the days didn't have cable internet. So uh, I would burn CDs well, and like... There, there was an internet reference. <laughs> did you finish it? No, I did not. I'm only oh. on episode uh, four or five gonna, right now. You're gonna love that. You're gonna love that scene. <laughs> yeah. They do. Okay. They do find the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, that's 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 what I like about the '90s. Is you know, it, it was a lot of uh, '80s and '70s stuff combined. But uh, I mean, it was just during the time where we were starting to get a lot of uh, interactive stuff. But, like video games. By the way, just the dial-up sound brought back so many memories of Net Zero and AOL. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, d- d- and there's so many freaking references. Like some of it's pretty obvious with the pagers, the the music. Oh my god, the music just freaking. But by the way, I. God damn it! I I do I do not want to hear Wonderwall ever again. And that <laughs> that show just played it so many times. I'm like, oh, I'm over it. Yeah. Um, Freaking Oasis. I, I, I really like the whole Alanis Morissette. Oh, yeah. The uh, thing at the very beginning on, on the first episode. Kind of reminds me of when I was a kid listening to that song. I was like, hmm, what is she talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And I, I didn't know the the character. That character. Uh, well, uh, the character played by Peyton Kennedy, uh, Kate Mes- Messner. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't remember that singer she likes. Uh, something almost. Uh, Tori almost. I yeah, Tori almost. I didn't. I don't remember. That does not ring a bell to me. And I, yeah, I th- it didn't really ring a bell for me either. I think uh, it was a little uh, it, early. Indie, maybe indie. Yeah, thing. indie. That's why she was uh, trying to explain to him. Uh, I don't know what to you know. Yeah. Explain oh my God. how it sounds like. And then Columbia House. 
Uh-huh. The freaking the 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 freaking CD uh, CD by mail kind of thing. Oh yeah, BMG and Columbia. But I was like, he's like, oh oh sweet, Columbia has. Oh, I already have the CD. I'm like, <laughs> holy crap, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, those were pretty awesome back in the days. You know, I, I was kind of referencing that earlier when you get a CD that nobody has. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still remember. I well, <laughs> One of the ones that I w- really wanted was uh, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, and Britney Spears CDs. Because you know, back in the days, I, I, I pirated most of those because uh, of Napster and stuff. But, um, I mean, who did it? So, like, you're, you're, yeah. You were my gateway to uh, pirating <laughs> song, yeah. uh, different songs. Yeah, so anyways. No, but also the references, too. Like the, mm-hmm. okay, like, okay, I get it. Columbia House, you got a CD. But then he goes, oh, here, you can have it. And she goes, dude, you know how much credit you can get for that? I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about trading in CDs at record stores. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was, that was like one of the like biggest things that like, I think like radio stations would do or people that worked at radio stations. Um, cause you know how like, uh, record companies would give radio stations the CDs to demo or give away or whatever. Yeah. So some of them, the crappy CDs or whatever, they would just pile up in their, their storage closet. So what a lot of radio station employees would do is just grab them and take them straight to like a, uh, a CD store like Sam Goody or whatever and just trade it in. Yeah. Like free they got CDs for free, so they got credit for it. So since you're talking about that, I I, I found this website. I don't know if you ever used it. It's called discogs.com. Discogs? Uh, discogs. Cogs. So it's spelled uh disc D I S C uh O G S. Discogs.com. And what that website is, you can find any type of music that you're looking for. But this is hard copy stuff. So you can find CDs, DVDs, and vinyls on there. And I've been using this for the past three months because I've been trying to buy vinyls from all over the world. And I think this is such an amazing website because... You can find something in mint condition. You can find something uh, that's been used. Uh, And sometimes you find something so rare, like those demo discs or those um, uh, one-time release. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes you find something that's ridiculously pricey on there. But you can find pretty much anything that you want that is on hard copy. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of neat. If you ever have a chance to check it out, you can find some old stuff that you're looking for if you ever need to buy anything that's old. Oh, BB Mac, huh? BB Mac. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just like clicking like random options on the left side. I'm like, okay, going through here. Right th- oh, uh. Yeah, so I, I noticed so far in the episodes of the show that they've been playing a lot more um, rock music. There wasn't a whole lot of pop. Uh, uh they'll play some. You, okay. you haven't you haven't gone to the, the that play, but and and when they do, you're gonna be like, oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree. It's it, but I think that that goes with the the Portland attitude. They were it's very, mm-hmm. I mean, at the time, alternative rock was, 
uh, that that's what it was alternative it wasn't it wasn't mm-hmm. like a you know they didn't have really radio stations that played only rock uh alternative rock mm-hmm. they had like mainstream rock and then you had like very small stations to like uh jack fm that would play like alternative mm-hmm. but yeah so overall did you like the show dude i i loved it like i, I <laughs> i'm really hoping for a season two but yeah it's, i i think it's a big hit I think uh, it's probably going to be one of those things where it's uh, word of mouth, where everybody's going to tell everybody, hey, watch this. Reminds us of our, you know, um, back in the days. Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. Sorry. So I'm still browsing the site. Um, okay. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> uh, it's definitely going to be one of those shows that it, I, I'm going to put it. It's, I, I want, as much as I want to say, it's like that 70s show. But it's not it, what what that seventy shows balance of, it was more comedy, mixed. It's more m- of a sitcom. Well, yeah, it was comedy mixed in with real references or real life situations. This one, mm-hmm. it's real life situations and references mixed in with some comedy in there, but it's not too yeah. heavy, which I like about that. Although that first scene, one of those scenes in that first episode is really awkward. Yeah. Or second episode, <laughs> second episode, I forgot what it was. I remember a lot of these shows back in the days, they would always have some type of um, plug for some product. And <laughs> it's kind of a nostalgic thing now to watch this show and then see like a Tamagotchi or something. Back then it would be like, oh, okay, I want that because it's on that TV show. But now you're watching it, you're like, Oh, I remember that. Instead of saying, "Oh, I want that," oh my you god, know? they showed a Tamagotchi on there. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, I saw but it. The, the, that's <laughs> what I like about the show. It didn't call attention to it. It's it's one of those things. It was literally like two seconds, mm-hmm. and then it was gone. If you don't know what it was, it, if you didn't recognize it, you would just have missed it. Yeah, it's like, oh crap! I gotta feed this thing now. Well, it's taking a shit. She didn't even say that. It just beeped. She looked <laughs> at it, pushed it, and then put it away. Yeah, that's all she did. Like, they didn't even show the front of it. <laughs> so I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> Probably the girl that's acting doesn't even know what that is. <laughs> oh my god! I bet you, like, it's not even a real Tamagotchi. It's just like a plastic case. Yeah. Okay, I I think the casting is pretty good. Oh, uh, I think they did very well in the casting. These, yeah, no, the cast is great. I mean, they're all they're all young. They're all like fifteen, sixteen around there, but they are great actors. Um. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, and I, and I think even if some of them aren't, they're playing awkward teenagers. So they're acting, if it comes off awkward, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that, one of the friends, uh, played by Quinn Leibling, uh, plays mm-hmm. Tyler, the kid with the, the crazy hair, the, the friend with the crazy yeah. hair. Yeah, he, yeah. he gets on my nerves from time, time to time. But I I finally figured it out what what's up with him so, and I, I want to see if you when when you finish it if you if you figured it out by then. Okay, so it's I thought he was gonna be the main character or something, but uh, I I guess the the black kid's the main character. Racist? No, I mean <laughs> yeah, I mean uh uh Jai 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 Winston mm-hmm. uh plays Luke O'Neill. Yeah, he. He's the main character, or like the 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 one we follow the most. But all these kids have a storyline. All of them, like, mm-hmm. at, at, we follow them at one point or another, and we 
we connect with them. And that's one thing I love about the show is you connect with each of the characters. Even the parents. <laughs> yeah. All right, Anton. Um, anything else about Everything Sucks? Uh, no, I think we pretty much covered it. Just go watch it. It's so good. It's only 10 episodes. Just mm-hmm. I, I knocked it out in like four days. <laughs> All right, Anton. Uh, any quick updates or are you good? Uh, you know, the whole Parkland... Oh, the shooting. Shooting. Shooting, yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, you know, thoughts go out to, you know, everybody out there, but I'm not too happy with uh, all this fake news actors thing. Did you hear about that? That that happens every single time, dude. It, it, it I think it was more, most prominent during uh, uh, the Sadie Hook. Sandy mm-hmm. Sandy Hook, yeah. Uh, that's when that's one of the main ones that, that I think showed them that had the most buzz around it about them being uh, what they're called, um, crisis actors. crisis actors. Yeah, and uh, you yeah. had people like freaking uh, you know Alex Jones talking about it. Yeah. So yeah, no, I. I mean, it's understandable because you know you can't really get anybody to talk about it because it's not the right time to have people talk about it because nobody wants to talk about it it's tough like, um, they're, they're trying to grief over the whole entire thing and i feel bad yes you know these news stations are trying to tell a story they're trying to do their jobs but you know just do something else you know uh, report on something else i'm just getting tired because i i mean i i post on our social media like you know thoughts and prayers to out uh, to the people affected by the shooting mm-hmm and I, I'm getting tired of the people that are like, oh, uh, F your thoughts and prayers. Let's talk about actual solutions. And I'm like, okay, I, I get what you're saying. But it's you just because somebody says thoughts and prayers does not mean they aren't doing something or aren't willing to do something, to change something. Mm-hmm. So for them saying, "Oh, f your thoughts and prayers," kind of just means like, "I'm sorry." So if somebody, if like, say we have a friend that somebody like their family member passed away, we wouldn't like go sit, like give them empathy or sympathize with them, or whatever. Mm-hmm. We would just be like, "Whatever, bro. You, you know, your your family died of cancer. Well, why don't you just get out there and c- cure cancer, then, huh? Why don't you solve that?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what people think it's, about. It's like, dumb, and I think like it's yeah. It, it's it shouldn't be one thing or the other. It's I mean technically we're we're all trying to find the solution, and by them doing that, they're turning people that would be on their sides into people that they're just being insulted. So they're gonna turn their back on them. Yeah, it's it's a mess, dude. It, 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 I honestly have to turn off like Facebook and stuff like that when I see stuff like that. Yep. All right, I think that's pretty much it, dude. Um. There is one more thing I just want to mention real quick, but uh, we don't really have to talk much. I mean, you're getting married. No. Oh. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JJ has the script for Star Wars Episode Nine, So I think they're ready to go. Who? Uh, I mean, what was the expected release date for that one? Uh, I think they pushed it back to next year. Uh, and so December twenty nineteen. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, that's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, at least it's done. 
who have to worry about rewrites or as much as the 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 Han Solo one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to end on a on a timid note, so I'll just say wubba lubba dub dub. Wubba lubba dub dub. Just to cheer it all up. All right, Anton. And if people want to cheer us up, how can they support us? They can support us by going to our website at www.the2oc.com and purchase uh, some stickers or t-shirts from our swag area. Um, and also, if they heard something about you know anything in the show that interests them, they can also go to any of the links on our show notes so they can go to Amazon to purchase whatever they like to purchase. And plus... If there's nothing on the list, they can also click on any of the Amazon links to give us a little kickback when they buy something. And they can follow us on social media at the 2OC on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com. And also, don't forget to give us a give us a five star or a thumbs up, whatever the rating system is. That also gives us a, you know opportunity to get new new listeners and, you know, Share the podcast with a friend. If yeah. you have a if you have a friend that's as geeky as you, maybe they'll enjoy us too. All right, Anton. Anything else? Uh, nope. That's pretty much it. All right, for the two OC, I'm Al Flores, and I'm Anton Duong. <laughs> <laughs>